Nearly 110,000 people call Hillsboro home. And in each neighborhood and on each street, there are students and families whose lives have been profoundly impacted and influenced by the outstanding educators of Hillsboro School District. Many exciting developments are happening in our school district, including new college and career pathway programs, a new emphasis on social and emotional learning, and the newest elementary school in our South Hillsboro neighborhood. At any given time, though, a majority of Hillsborough residents don't have a child in school, and they may not have a direct link to what's going on. So today we have a great opportunity here on Community Conversations to bring everyone into the classroom and help share what's happening in Hillsborough School District. So to help us do this, we have three incredible educators, wonderful people. We have Mike Scott, our superintendent, Brooke Nova, the director of student support programs and career and college pathways, and Francesca Sinapi, the equity access and engagement officer for our school district. Thank you all for being here. Thank you so much. And for the record, I am, as a retired principal, always proud to be HSD. As a parent of kids who went through our school system, proud to be HSD, and most importantly, as a grandparent, whose kids, <laughs> whose grandkids are now in our school district, very, very proud to be HSD. Um, Mike, I want to recognize you and, and acknowledge that you are finishing up your 14th year as Hillsborough's superintendent and your 36th and final year in education as you plan to uh, call, call, your, call it a career at the end of the school right. year. And uh, congratulations and thank you thank for you. all that you have done for my kids and all of our kids and mm -hmm. staff uh, here in Hillsboro. And so how are you feeling in the moment? And uh, you know, as you think about you know, what's ahead for you and uh, right. our community. Well, thank you, Steve. And um, as your friendship and your partnership over the years has meant a world to the district. So thank you for everything you've done as well. You know, I, I've had 36 years in education and the last 25 in the Hillsborough School District. Mm -hmm. And after 36 years in four districts, I can tell you that not all school districts are created equal. And I feel incredibly blessed to have landed in Hillsborough and, have, uh, and to have been part of this community. Um, you know, this community is special, and if you haven't worked in other places, you might not realize that, but the community support we have, the partnership that we have with the city, partnership that we have with the chamber, the partnership that we have with our Hillsborough Schools Foundation, absolutely amazing, and, and the, the work that happens through those partnerships benefits kids in just an incredible way. In, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention our staff. You're going to talk to a couple of them here in a, in a couple minutes, but it, we have an incredible staff that really leaves it on the field every day when it comes to students. They go above and beyond. They put their heart and soul into this work. And because of that, they make a difference for, for kids in profound ways that permanently impact their lives in such a positive way. So I feel super fortunate to have been here. And as I, as I wrap up my time officially with the district, I don't see it as walking away from education. I just see that I'm I, I think of it as I'm switching jobs one more time. I am going from being the superintendent to being the biggest fan, biggest fan of the district and the community, and I'll continue to support in any way I possibly can. Good. 
and we will hold you to that as well. <laughs> um, you know, what, what programs stand out to you as mm -hmm. being, you know, really important or just things that you take a great deal of pride in or yeah. um, the progress that's been made in different areas? Yes. So the work that we've been able to do as a team is, um, I am very proud of, and I, I look at the accomplishments not as mine, but as the community, uh, we did this together. And some of, the, some of the programs I would call out would be the dual language program. We are creating bilingual students at, a, at an incredible rate, um, to the point where we, we have waiting lists in some of our schools to be part of that. So the expansion of that program has been absolutely amazing. amazing. The career and college pathways work that we've done, um, you're gonna hear more about that in a minute, but uh, that work and making sure that we're focused on developing the interest of students and expanding that interest so that they can be productive community members after their time in, in the Hillsborough School District. We're just super proud of that. Um, I think I would also talk about the, the bond that we passed, the $408 million bond that's been in place for the last four years or so, and the impact that that's had on the community. It's, it's amazing. Um, maybe even mention the, the auxiliary auxiliary gyms that we have built. Those are community centers that can be used in the event of an earthquake um, as, as shelters if necessary. And just, just that partnership with the community is, is incredible. I would also mention, uh, maybe the last one I'll mention and then I'll be quiet and let some other people talk here, is the Grow Your Own um, project that we have. Uh, nine years ago, we recognized that we had a shortage of bilingual educators coming into the system that were available to us. And so we started identifying high school students and supporting them during their years in college and then hiring them back to, to teach in our dual language programs. And that's been, it's just been incredible to see the number of kids that we've welcomed back and, and the impact that they're now making on the community. Thank you. Um, you know, one of the things when we started back in the olden days, yeah. you know, it really was a K-12 yeah. system. And now it's pre-K and post-K. Mm -hmm. and, and so we really look at the children as they come in and we really focus on what they're capable of doing as they leave and Brooke and in your role can you share with us you know why that shift especially with the post uh, 12 you know after high school graduation has been so important and some of the things that have gone into that mm -hmm. as you mentioned what an exciting time for Hillsborough right 110,000 residents and counting so what an opportunity for us as a school district to ensure that we're creating clear career and college pathways for students as our workforce, as um, industry grows and expands in our community. It is important for us as a school district to respond to that as well. So in that when we look at a pre-K 12 plus system, we also can't just focus on the high school and beyond aspect of it. For us, it's really important to backwards map that and ensure that not only our middle school students, but our elementary students are also seeing opportunities and um, the expansion of opportunities within our community. So in that, what we've done is we've looked at how do we incorporate our industries, our community members in showing up in our classrooms, um, connecting through work-based learning opportunities so that students at a very early age can see themselves in that trajectory of a, of a path. Some of those examples have been in our university that we have partnered on, Youth Invasion, we're really excited about Junior Achievement BizTown, which we'll talk a little bit about later on, but also um, opening those opportunities for students 
within our community. So an example of that has been our OACE program, um, our Oregon Aerospace uh, program that is, is at the Hillsborough Airport. So students, as they're learning the curriculum, can see airplanes taking off right behind them. Those types of opportunities are so important for students so that they can see themselves in the future, not only in that career, but also within our community of Hillsborough. Nice. And there's also our high tech certification program, mm -hmm. you know, for high schoolers so that when they leave high school, they will have um, they have met the requirements where they can literally just step into the high tech employment world, mm -hmm. you know, without having to have incurred, you know, thousands of dollars in debt from college or, or something like that. Yeah. So really and, and, you know, and it's one of the first if not the first in the country. And, yes. you, you know, we talked about partnerships and, and, you know, the work that we had to do with, you know, all of our high-tech companies to create, you know, the, the curriculum for that. But then also with Bureau of Labor and Industries mm -hmm. and Boley had to change their rules to allow high schoolers, you know, to, to do this kind of work while they're in school. So great job, yeah. exciting things. Hillsborough Advanced Manufacturing um, industry group that's come together has really been a, a large supporter of that. They are looked at um, across our state as um, kind of when we can pull partners together and also connect our secondary and post-secondary partners together, the magic of that apprenticeship came from blurring the lines of industry and our um, community college and our and our school district together to make those opportunities happen. So definitely a shout out to the work of, of the community of Hillsboro for being the first on the map to make that happen in a youth apprenticeship program. Nice, so a clear pathway to success for all of our mm -hmm. kids from young to you know, high school graduates. And, um, you know, an, an important part of that, especially post-pandemic, you know, we've seen just the, um, we've always been aware of the academic needs, but I, I think the pandemic really drove home the importance of the social and emotional needs of our students. And so coming out of that, that is critically important and equally a part of, of the pathway for success. And Fran, you're an expert on social emotional learning and what it can do for families and students and the community as a whole. And can you explain um, to us what social emotional learning is and, um, and why it's so important? Absolutely. Thank you, Mary Calloway. Um, social emotional learning is important it's because it's about first knowing yourself. And so when I even think of the opportunities that Brooke's bringing up about students having that open door, they have to open that door with knowing themselves. So one of the first things you do with social emotional um, learning is self-awareness. And you have to be self-aware of yourself, your, your interests, what you like and what you don't like. It's also about um, self-management and how do you manage those things that you don't like? How do you manage it through diversity? How do you manage it um, when you're really, really excited? Mm -hmm. It's about social awareness and knowing those around you and knowing the diversity and the perspectives of those around you and being able to actively engage in conversations. It's about responsible decision-making so that you're utilizing what you know about self, what you know about the world, what you know about managing yourself, and how to make a responsible decision-making, a decision made. And then in, in the end, rela relationship skills. And I would say it's not even the end, it's the, it's the ne nemesis or the, the nucleus of what we're talking about right now. Relationships and connection and, and the, time you give to build those bonds are what's going to get you further down the road. So when Brooke's talking about 
the wonderful opportunities, what I've appreciated most in the projects that she has led is she really makes sure that there's representation that is available that represents our diverse population. Hillsborough is highly diverse, um, 110,000 folks, and in that diversity comes beauty. And so when we came out of the, the pandemic, what we've realized is a lot of those skills that employers want one day, collaborative problem solving, um, diverse creativity, um, able to navigate tough conversations. Those are all taught within social emotional learning skills. And we now have a, a time during the day when students can focus on that and can learn those skills through either a morning meeting or advisory time or some period during their day. But we also have an opportunity throughout the school day with academics to open up integration for our students so that if you truly have that relationship with students, if you've made that connection, if you made that partnership with staff and with families because they are their first teachers, um, you will be able to open the, the doors for many other possibilities that we didn't know students had. Mm -hmm. And, and through that, it almost sounds like, you know, those are some of the soft skills, you know, that, that employers talk about, you know, being able to work with each other, being able to collaborate with each other. And that really does start, you know, with, with knowing yourself. And in the process, you begin to feel safe as a student. And then school is a safe place for you emotionally. And, and when you feel safe, it's easier to learn. So, you feel like you belong. Yeah. And, and so the emphasis, you know, um, with social emotional learning um, is centered on equity and on relationships. And, and I remember back in 2007 and 8 when I was still in the district, you know, we started doing work on equity. And, um, you know, that was 15 years ago. Our district is very different now, you know, than it was then. And so what are the highest priorities for Hillsborough School District's equity work today? And how can community members support it? And we'll start again with Francesca. I think it's a continual look at our representation. Um, we are not because of the way you present or what identity markers or lived experiences you have, you are not a monolith, you are not one thing. You are made up of a diverse backgrounds of things that have happened in your life or what you were born into. And what social emotional learning and equity combined together is transformative is it allows you to be your authentic self. So as we think of our next equity initiative, I think it's about Number one, the representation that we have out there. It's about the open discourse we have with not only our staff members, but with our students who are highly educated and highly advanced, um, more so than what we would think with the way that the world lives now with immediacy and the information they can get. It's also with our families and partnering with them in order to have them come alongside us. So it's that partnership, collaboration, and that representation while elevating our opportunities for discourse because what we want is for all of our students, families, and staff members to be known, valued, empowered to take action on either dismantling something that we've created or and eliminating barriers or creating new pathways for our students. Thanks. For Korean College Pathways, the diversification within our community is so powerful right now for our students to be able to see themselves and to connect in a way with an organization, with an industry partner and say, I could be that one day. And for us to celebrate students at an early age in um, over, you know, our our school district, we have over 100 languages spoken. The um, diversity that our students and families bring to us as they move to our community 
for us to celebrate that at an early age and continue to help students and families on a journey of what you can be as you grow up and, and hopefully live um, in Hillsborough one day is so important and is at the core of career and college pathway work. So to be able to connect either through diverse literature that we're bringing to um, our elementaries through our, our elementary career kits, whether that be a, a guest speaker in a classroom, a field trip to an industry partner, a work-based learning opportunity for a specific student, to be able to connect students with someone that looks like them is the power that we also have within Hillsboro as it grows and diversifies um, that, that we're really focused on within our career and college pathway work. Very good. I think when, you know, when I think about us starting our equity work years ago, um, now it's become kind of a political conversation. Mm -hmm. And for our district, it is not about the politics. It is about providing kids what they need in order to be successful and meeting their individual needs. And that goes back to our belief that, um, that we need to know our students by name, strength, and need. And once we know those needs, we need to put programs and opportunities in place to meet those. So it's not politics for us. It's really about meeting student needs and standing in the gap for kids, making sure that they are seen and valued and heard for who they are. That's what it's about for us. And we are seeing successful results from that, not just with young kids as they start their school careers, but, you know, our graduation rate. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we've seen gains in that, yeah. you know, since the pandemic. And, um, you know, and we are, uh, and, and I'll ask you to speak, you know, more yeah. with more of the details, but we're above the state average. We're above the national average. Yeah. And, um, and and that goes back to knowing kids individually, if yeah. you want to speak about that. Yeah, thanks more. for the opportunity. We're very proud of our graduation rates. And if you were to compare our grad rates with like districts we we really shine in that area and that that is a huge pride point for us and it doesn't happen by accident right. um, it really does happen by understanding the needs of our students and then putting programs and supports in place to meet those needs if I'm just if I were to hit a few of those highlights and we've got some other experts here but we've got grad coaches in each of our high schools for each grade level um, so individuals that are keeping an eye on students, making sure that they're hitting the marks they need to, coaching them through, providing the resources, the, um, the coaching, the cheerleading necessary to keep them on track. We've got summer programs that are very extensive. We've got, um, we've got programs that are providing interventions and the supports necessary. So from a very early time in the student's experience, we are tracking the data, making sure that they're staying on track. If they're not on track, we're providing the supports necessary. I would also, add, I, I believe we have a really strong um, communication feedback back loop with our students. Mm -hmm. We survey our students on a regular basis of what's working for you, how can we better improve. Um, we look at surveying our students specifically, for example, in career and college pathways. We've grown our career and technical education programs over the last nine years from 18 to 38 programs now, for example, mm -hmm. but it's also based on student feedback paired with um, high wage, high demand within our um, community and how do we combine those two pieces. But we also know that when students are connecting what they're learning within the classroom to hands-on learning through examples of like career and technical education and work-based learning, they also attend more regularly and they graduate at a higher rate. So for us, it's also about that feedback loop and ensuring that we're meeting the needs of our students through their feedback and then also designing opportunities, not only through the adults in the system, but also programs development within our, our schools as well to meet that, 
those needs. Good. And with those students, it's also looking at targeted focal groups that we want to look at and ensure that some that have, may not have been at the table in the past have a voice. And so it's about creating positions that we have in place that allow us the opportunity to go out and meet with our students who identify as black, meet with our students who identify as Latino, Latina, Latinx, um, and find out what they truly want. Um, because a survey may not always be culturally responsive for them. We also have met with our families and our parents that um, on a monthly basis to ensure that their needs are being met. And we meet that with education and family involvement nights where they're able to come in and um, learn about what initiatives we're doing. So we've been doing a series of social emotional learning events. We just had one. Um, and our families are coming because they're eager to learn because they want to they want to work in partnership with us. So I think that is something special that Hillsboro does that you don't see in all districts around here. Nice. You know, in, in some ways, just in layman's terms, you know, we, we used to see kids slip through the cracks, and we're making sure those cracks are closed, or they don't even, are, are, don't even exist, you know, at the beginning. So, that is the goal, absolutely. Yeah. And, and so all strategic actions, strategic plans, which you know is a perfect segue into a new strategic plan mm -hmm. that our school district is working on that will go into effect you know, next year. And um, you know, so your, your career will finish with the current strategic plan. Yeah. And um, you've been a part of, of helping the next one right. you know, to lay a, a direction, and a vision, and a foundation for the future. Mm. Yeah, we are a district that takes strategic planning very seriously. We don't we don't want to leave we don't want to chart a random course for our kids. We want to make sure it's a strategic course and the process that we're in right now is going to help do that for the next 4 years. Nice. And I'll I'll let Brooke and Francesca talk about it in more detail, but it's a process that has served us well and one of the things that maybe is unique to us so when we when we do a strategic plan Surely there's a long-term vision for that. There's also room in that plan for mid-course corrections. Mm -hmm. And I think leaving the room in the plan for that has allowed us to be very successful in meeting student needs. What I'm really excited about in our next strategic plan is our five clear goals that um, incorporate early learning to graduating career ready and college ready and prepared for life. So in that, you know, not only have we listened to the feedback within our community, we've also taken into account many feedback sessions from staff as well. And how do we, along the way, ensure that we're looking at data that we leave room for also some uh, movement for, for growth and opportunity that's going to potentially come our way in the next four years, but be able to meet those goals and also to continue to communicate back out to our community and to our staff as well of where we're at in those goals. Um, I think the communication loops that we're establishing through this wave of our strategic planning, we have learned a lot from and we're gonna continue to ensure that we're, we're sharing out data along the way. I also think what an opportunity for us um, coming out of the pandemic to create a plan that best supports our students and families and community in the here and now. And I think that we've really done a great job in incorporating not only feedback, but what we've learned over time um, in different ways and opportunities of connecting with families to create a plan that supports the next four years for, for not only our students, but also our community of Hillsborough. Nice. 
And then just to close it up, I think one thing that I really appreciate about a new strategic plan is it, one, involved our students, our staff, our students most importantly, our staff at the table when we were looking at data. And we were looking at what we should do next, and we found a really beautiful group of students who were able to um, really voice their opinions of what's going on, because there is other data besides the data that we may see on, on a website through Oregon Department of Education. There's the street data that students bring to us every day that um, needs to be taken into consideration. And so not only did we have students, family, community members, and staff in place, we also set up goals, the five goals that Brooke talked about, that allows students to be their authentic self that allows students to work within the parameters of what the tradition our traditional um, system supports but it's also for them to be authentically them and to make course changes and to be able to explore who they are which is social emotional learning which is our equity work because the more you know and you develop the more you see the pathways and the opportunities for you that are ahead and so I'm really excited that we've we've have this community and this collaboration and this partnership but we also have opportunity for future citizens of Hillsborough to have that opportunity to um, be targeted enough in their own way to be able to move forward and be successful. Thank you. Um, it's exciting to think, and it will be exciting, you know, what lies ahead, and it will be exciting, you know, to watch this, you know, as it comes to fruition. Um, you know, Mike, you mentioned the $408 million bond right. this past few years right. ago. So, again, thanks to the voters of Hillsboro, North Plains, Cornelius, parts of unincorporated Washington County for, for that. And um, I will just tell you, I am glad that no principal will ever have to be at a school with a cafetorage. Cafe Gymatorium. Again, yeah. yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Right. And um, so the, the final project is Tamarack Elementary School down in South Hillsboro. What are your thoughts and reflections as um, you know as the, the the bond is fully built out, projects done yeah. on time and on budget? Yeah. First of all, I too would like to thank the community. What a what an incredible gift to give our kids, mm -hmm. as well as the community. Uh, it's it's just been amazing. So. Um, we are excited to welcome the Tamarack, Tamarack Elementary online and, uh, and join the rest of our fine schools. I think what it means for us is that the community is willing to invest in the future of our kids. Um, when I think about the bond work that we've done over the years, we now have over 100 acres in a land bank that will serve us well as we continue to grow into the future. And because boards in the past have made the decisions to purchase property because we've um, worked with partners to to gather that property towards us we now are sitting well and um, and we'll be able to build into the future tamarack is the latest and of course we're excited about that it'll be a state-of-the-art school it'll be beautiful and it will serve the growing south hillsborough community but we've also got property um, we've also got additional property out in hillsborough in south hillsborough for um, additional elementary schools middle schools so we've got a high school property we've still got property out in the cornelius area so just a huge thanks to our voters over the years for providing us the opportunity to position ourselves well to to take care of our growing needs. Good. And as some schools, you know, come online uh, and open up, we also have new partnerships, you know, that are coming into Hillsboro. Mm -hmm. And one of those you mentioned, Brooke, was Junior Achievement. Yeah. And so, you know, share with us why, you know, the presence of Junior Achievement in downtown Hillsboro mm -hmm. is important to our students. Yes. You know, what I'm first and foremost excited about is not only the opportunity for the students of, of Hillsboro School District, but also the students not only of Washington County, but two other counties around 
around us as well. So to have something on the west side that not only um, students are going to be able to see a thriving downtown community, but also across from um, the hub of Washington County through the through courthouse, there's a lot of different layers that through this project and program, students are going to be able to see how a community is run on a daily basis. They're going to be able to see how to run a business and all the different working components of, of teamwork, of working together to make that happen. So what we're excited about is every student in fifth grade is going to have that opportunity paired with the career kits that have been championed by the Hillsborough Schools Foundation um, to be able to bring to life what, what that looks like on a daily basis downtown Hillsborough and the businesses that, that show up here every day. So we're really excited about that. That's going to open fall of this year, just right here at the Civic Center. So we're looking forward to the ribbon cutting. We're looking forward to seeing students just entering and flooding this space um, and having that connection and opportunity. And you mentioned the Schools Foundation, which, um, you know, really deserves a specific mention, yes. you know, with our college and, and career pathways programs, because, um, you know, when kids can see it, they can be it. Mm -hmm. And especially at the elementary level, um, to be able to dress up as, to hear about, to experience, to learn. Mm -hmm. And we see the same thing happening in our middle schools with some of the vocational um, and, and really hands-on experiences. And none of this would be possible without the support and partnership mm -hmm. from our school's foundation and the support that they receive from businesses, community members, donors, and that kind of thing as well. 100%. So a huge shout out Mm -hmm. to our school's foundation. They've now donated over $5 million to the Hillsborough School District and, and making opportunities available for our kids. So if there's anyone out there listening that would like to support the uh, school district or the foundation, the Hillsborough Schools Foundation, you'll find a way to sign up there. Good, because yeah. you can Google it and find it yep. and hit that, hit that donate button right. or that volunteer button. Absolutely. Wonderful. Um, you know, so as we finish up, you know, I think of, of people like myself who no longer have kids in school. Um, I, you know, maybe this is a grandparent, but it could be just as a community member, but you also could be a parent with kids in the schools. But how, how can we support the kids? How can we support our school district um, to help kids, you know, be ready and succeed? Mm -hmm. We have lots of events around our district that involve bringing in community members and I would encourage any community members that are interested in any of the topics or any of the events that we are doing to please come build relationships, connect with us. Um, we have a lot of student staff and, and uh, community members that would like to connect with you and that connection and that collaboration could be essential to us finding a new partnership together. Mm -hmm. Good. There's always an opportunity to connect, not only at a school, but as an overall school district. So some of those ways to look for those opportunities are through a multitude of different communication platforms that we use. So to be able to look at our website, um, there's a newspaper that comes twice a year to your mailbox to be able to um, just log on to any of our social media platforms and see what's happening daily are different ways to be able to co connect, but then also to maybe take that next step of how could I contribute to a program, to a donation, my time and energy. It's a great way to, to be able to inform yourself and then to be able to find that way to connect. Very good. I'd, I think I would just speak to our families out there. I 
as, as you join the Hillsborough School District, as your kids are going through school, I would encourage you to just be an advocate for your student. Um, nobody knows your child better than you do and be that advocate that is necessary. And, and we, we welcome the partnership with the family. We have a belief in our school district. There's a quote that we mentioned that each student is one caring adult away from being a success story. Mm -hmm. And through partnering with the school district, partnering with the teachers, partnering with the staff, we can, we can make each student a success story. Very good, and, and, and thanks to all three of you Thank for you. being one of those caring people. Mm -hmm. Thank, you. Thank you for making a difference. And thanks to all of you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed our community conversation, and we look forward to our next one. And thank you for being a part of Hillsborough School District through your support, and have a great day.